today's Leading Women episode 285 with the wonderful Sandra Tibbs. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Have a WordPress site or thinking of getting one? Bluehost offers unlimited hosting starting at $4.95 per month. Got your WordPress site hosted somewhere? No worries. Bluehost can help you transfer those domains fast and seamlessly easy. Join me and millions of others who trust Bluehost as our main hosting provider. Sign up today at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Sandra Tibbs. Sandra Tibbs is an accomplished leader and the founder of Neverest Solutions, a leadership development consultancy that specializes in training corporate, government, and small business executives. Combining her extensive experience in military intelligence training with an understanding of whole brain thinking and neural leadership, Sandra works with an individual leaders or teams innate talents and strengths to cultivate intelligent leadership from the inside out, ultimately increasing employee engagement, productivity, profitability while aligning with integrity, personal values, and corporate culture. With 14 plus years of leadership experience, including leading 1,200 plus people as an intelligence officer in the USAF, Sandra is especially masterful at conflict resolution, strategic thinking, male-female leadership dynamics, and empowering women to step up and become the intelligent leaders of tomorrow. Women of the world, Ms. Sandra Tibbs, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me here. We are delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Sandra, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. Okay, great. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind that niche? Absolutely. So my business really focuses on leadership because I'm really passionate on um, leadership development because of my background because I, when I joined the military, I really wasn't, um, I didn't know that I was a leader. And then I got jobs where I had to lead people and I discovered that I could become a really great leader. I just had to find the tools and the support to help me get there. And I realized how important leadership is and how much of an impact we can have when we are really effective uh, leaders um, in our organizations and our businesses. So that's how the idea of my business started. I really wanted to help leaders in business, 
in corporate, in nonprofits, to be the best leaders that they could be so they could increase productivity and increase the bottom line and just really have a positive influence um, everywhere around them. So what we do in my business is we do training um, for leadership development, and then I also do executive coaching with people in corporate or nonprofits or small business owners who really need to figure out how they're going to lead their teams so they can be more productive and they can achieve more success in their business. And I also do motivational speaking when it comes to leadership because um, Sig Ziglar said it really well. See, he said, people often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does Beatty. That's why we recommend it daily. So I really believe that as leaders, we need to be motivated and, and reminded of what an impact we have in the world. Well, I love what I'm hearing about your business and how it evolved and came into existence. And I'm sure our listeners were curious to hear that one as well. Now, what was that defining moment, you know, that prompted you to start a business and made you say, this is my business? Well, when, when I was at my last job working for someone else, um, I, was, I was liking what I was doing, but I just felt like it wasn't everything that I wanted to do. Like, I felt like there was a void. So I started, like, Googling, what can I do with my master's, which I had gotten on organizational leadership? And when I was Googling, I found executive coaching. And I started looking into that, and I realized that through my career, I actually had been doing that with people that I worked with. I just didn't know it uh, because I had several peers and even some of my superiors come to me and, you know, they would want to just talk to me in confidence and tell me what was going on with them. And they even asked me, you know, what are my blind spots? What do I need to do to be a better leader? So I was like, wow, I'm already doing this and I love it. I want to help people be the best leaders that they can be. So that's really where it started. And then it was just a leap of faith <laughs> that, you know, how am I going to figure this out? But instead of saying, how am I going to figure this out, knowing that I was going to be able to figure it out, I just had to take one step at a time. Well, it's interesting that you've shared that one because more often it's how a business, this business idea comes about or this aha moment that we have, we, we call. Uh, and the good thing with you is that you or you are already doing this. You already have the skill. You have the skill that you leverage and without knowing that you were already doing this on your own. So it was just like a no brainer. Okay. I have a skill that I can help others and I've been doing it for others. So why can't I do it on my own? And for our listeners, so there's a big lesson in here because if you know that you have a skill that you can leverage and that you know that can help others or you know that you can provide value to them that's often the birth of a great business idea so I love that you shared that one so our listeners can see for themselves okay when is this where is this business idea coming from how is this comes about great that you shared that now your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry and that resonates very well with particular portion of our listeners however they really like to know what was that compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out yeah absolutely i think the vision for me is that i know that leadership matters so i remind myself of that every day is that through my business, I want to help leaders lead more effectively with integrity and to be authentic when they do it through their business, 
incorporated in nonprofits. So I want to help them understand and re be reminded of how much of an impact they can have in the world, a positive impact. You know, I work with a lot of business owners and I see how they love what they do and the impact that they have in their clients and their business and their families. And, and that's how we change the world. It starts with us. So that's really what drives me. Well, what a compelling vision, Ones. I mean, the helping leaders lead more effectively and with authenticity and to create the impact in others. Uh, because like what you said, it, success, success starts with, with ourselves and it will trans transcend to the world in general. So great vision that you've shared so on. So for our listeners out there, the takeaway here is to create the vision for yourself and for your business that inspires you, just like uh, Sandra just uh, shared with us. Uh, Create a vision and write it down. Something that gives you direction. Something that will strengthen you as you move forward in this business. And it's really important to, especially starting out, to create this vision so you can see for yourselves, why are you doing this? Why are you in business? Where are you going? All right, Sandra, let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? I think one of them is that I, um, I learned this very much in the Air Force, one of the three core values in the Air Force is integrity. And so we were always taught to do everything with integrity. And I have brought that to my business. So I do everything in my business uh, in alignment with my values. So I don't take shortcuts. I don't um, try to take um, business deals or partnerships that are not in alignment with me. And that has served me really well because I think in the, in the long term, it causes more trouble. So you always have to stick to what are my values? What are my visions? What do I stand for? And stick to that whenever you make every, any decision in your business. The second one is perseverance because owning a business is not easy <laughs> and there are challenges and obstacles that every single entrepreneur faces. And I don't know if anybody in the audience knows, but every business goes through what is called life cycles. Uh, so through that, we have to persevere. We can't give up. And so we, what, and that leads me to the third trade that is hope. I have hope that I'm going to create an impact in my clients, that I'm going to be able to figure out ways to take my business to the next level and to overcome whatever challenge that, that I face. And so I think those three are really important when you're an entrepreneur. And part of the way that you stay in alignment with that is to create a, um, a network, a support network of other entrepreneurs or getting at a coach to help you and, and provide you and support you through those challenges. All right, so that's integrity, perseverance, and hope. Great personal traits that uh, Sandra just shared with us. And the good news is we can all cultivate and adapt these traits in our lives in general and in our business building activities. So that's integrity, perseverance, and hope. 
Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So, what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? I think that one of the biggest challenges that I see for me and other entrepreneurs that I talk to, my other friends, is that we are our biggest uh, uh, obstacle sometimes, you know. Uh, we, uh, we stop ourselves or, or we don't take the risks that we need to take in our business. So when I first started, I think that was the biggest challenge for me is that I was afraid of taking certain steps, of taking certain risks. And I had to learn that part of having a business and growing as a person is to be able to take those calculated risks. And when you make a mistake, learn from it and understand that mistakes are going to be made. Uh, Everybody learns through business. Even if you have five businesses, there is still going to be mistakes that you're going to make. And you have to be okay with that. And then just learn from it and grow and your business is going to be okay and you're going to be okay. Wow. I mean, overcoming self-limiting beliefs or overcoming uh, our fear of taking those, those first steps, the risk, those risks that we need, to, we need to take starting a business or venturing on our own. I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to this because I myself can relate to what you've just shared. And yeah. this challenge is the good thing is when we are sharing it to others, we are able to support each other by sharing how we are able to overcome them and know that what, just what Sandra just shared, this challenge is are part of being in a business. Mistakes are going to be bound to happen, but it's, to, it's just to learn and grow from it. it don't fear the, uh, make, making mistakes or don't fear failure because there are going to be times um, in your business that you're going to be ha- having those. So embrace those challenges, whatever they are. Embrace those challenges and let them not be a deterrent for you moving forward. Absolutely. All right, now let's just switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this? in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? I think it's all about setting boundaries uh, for yourself with your clients and partners and people around you. And also really knowing, establishing your priorities. And knowing that, you know, one of the great things about being a business owner is that you do have flexibility. So for me, I work around my family (laughs) because to me family is very important and it's not the same for everyone so every I think every every single one of us needs to know what our priorities are so I have two small children that are in in uh, elementary school so I get up really early in the morning and start working um and then I take them to school and then I have all my meetings during the afternoons and then I pick them up from school and then I cook and then we spend time together and then I go back to work after you know, they're either doing their own thing with their friends or going back to going to bed. That's where I go back to working. 
um, and that works really well for me. I feel like I don't feel stressed out or anything like that. It just, it really flows. And another thing is that my husband has been a great partner. So we always work together and we work our schedules around because obviously sometimes I have to work all day if I'm in a conference or I'm out of town. So really having people around me, not just my husband, but friends and people like that to support me and be there for me whenever, you know, I need some extra help. So not be afraid to ask people for help. And another thing is knowing what to outsource, which comes back to your priorities, right? Like for me, cooking and baking, I love, and I love that to do that for my family. So I would never outsource that. Sometimes we do go out to eat. Uh, but one of the things that I outsource is cleaning. <laughs> like I hire someone to come and clean the house so that I can have some more extra time to be with my family because that is very important to me. So I, I would just um, recommend that to the business owners out there to have balance. Just figure out what are your priorities are. What are your what are important things that you, what are the things that you find important to you, and then word your schedule around that and outsource some things, you know, depending on what it is important to you. Yes, I love your perspective on this. And those tips that you've shared, brilliant ideas that we all can, uh, can learn or adopt. So the first one is to set learning how to set boundaries, set boundaries between your family, business and work. And it comes down to knowing your priorities and operate around it. So what are those that are important to you? Find time for them, make time for them. And it's important also to have people around you that you that can support you or can lend you help when you need to, uh, just what uh, Sandra just shared, and uh, know when to outsource and outsource or delegate those other tasks that can free you uh, for spending time with those that are important to you. So for example, cleaning, I'm big on this as well. I mean, there are a lot of other people who does this better than I do and loves it better than I am. So why don't you outsource those so that the time that you'll be spending cleaning the, the house will be spent spending time with your um, loved ones. So it's really important to know when to outsource. And even for our listeners out there who are just starting out, know that it is really important to delegate some tasks that it can free you to do all the more important things that you have to do. So really big on that. All right, now let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, excuse me, so in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Well, to me, um, success is doing what I love and making a difference in the world by helping leaders um, have a positive influence around, around them, you know, with everybody that they come into contact with. And to be the best mom and the best um, wife that I can be. So I feel like I am being successful. Uh, I feel like my kids and my, my husband um, are happy. And, you know, my clients um, are successful. And I see them. I see them. I see how 
when we work together, how they are able to achieve more than when we started uh, working together. So that to me is success. So success is being the best of what what you do. Success is about being the best of who you can be, who you can become. Being the best mom, seeing happy clients, seeing successful clients as a result of us working with them. I truly believe that the true essence of success are these intangible benefits of being in business. So great that you share that one with us. Now, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience, so take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur, and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Sure. I think the first one would be that Rome was not built in one day. So not to get overwhelmed, um, but to know that a business takes time to build. So don't give up. Just take one step at a time and let that big vision that you have motivate you to keep going and taking one step, the second step, the third step, and so on and so forth. And the second one would be to build a network of people who are going to support you. Sometimes that's not necessarily our family and friends because they're, they might not be entrepreneurs, so they don't understand what we're going through. Um, and they have their own lives, of course, understandably. So... I would say try to build a network with other entrepreneurs or other like-minded people like you. And here is where getting a coach is really important. I have had a coach throughout my entire business because it because when you're an entrepreneur, you kind of feel alone sometimes and you need that person to give you accountability, to be there for you, to be a sounding board, to um, connect you with other people as well. So that... That's something that I think it's really important when you're starting a business. And then the third one, which I touched on earlier, is to take calculated risks and make mistakes, to not be afraid to take those risks, because that is the only way that we can take our business to the next level. But keep in mind, I said calculated risks, not just, you know, crazy risks, but calculated risks. All right. So I love these tips that you just shared. I mean, like what you said, Rome was not built in one day. So the first uh, tip that Sanja shared with us is to know that a your business is going to take time to build. Take those baby steps. Know that um, it will take time for you, especially uh, think oh, to be being profitable in business. It will take time, but don't don't despair. But just continue and uh, hold on to the vision that you have uh, that you have in the beginning. That will help you um, as you go along in building this business. And then the second one is to build a network of uh, people who are. G- supportive of who can support you and yes I agree with what Sandra just shared to find those uh, group of people find the supportive community find a mentor get a coach big on having a mentor I mean if it wasn't for my mentor John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire I wouldn't be where I am today so really big on that and there are a lot of ways to do this hiring a mentor um, being in a mastermind group for example because it's really important to 
be around those people that are moving in the same direction as you. Of course, our family are there, but like what Sana just shared, sometimes they don't understand how it is to be an entrepreneur. We wear many hats. And it's, for me, I find it really um, helpful if I'm around those people that are moving in the same direction as I am. So really big on that. And the third one is to take calculated risk. We have to be willing to take risk, take and take action on them because if we are not, we don't take this risk, we are not going to grow, we're not going to learn. So really great tips that uh, Sandra just shared with us that we can take action on today. So thank you for sharing those. Now, what's one favorite business resource or a tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way to business and that which you can share our listeners with? Well, I think a coach for me, having a coach throughout my my journey has been great. Um, and then also, you know, social media. I have, crea- I have created a really strong network through some of the groups uh, that I join in social media. And I, I have... You know, my network is throughout the U.S. and even some people international. So um, I would recommend that people get involved in some of the groups in Facebook and LinkedIn that have to do with their specific niches. Yeah, so getting a mentor and leveraging the power of social media uh, where, where your potential clients are, even where your um, audience are, Facebook, for example, or LinkedIn, is really uh, important. We tap into the power of this to not only grow our business, but to connect with other people as well. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? Absolutely. So the one that I really like, it's called The Personal MBA, Master the Art of Business by Josh um, Kaufman. And I really like this book because I don't have an MBA. Um, So it really helps you kind of learn the business side without having to go and get a master's, uh, an MBA, you know. So I think it's important for everybody in business to learn learn about the business part, not just the skills that we need to do our job. Um, and that's going to really help you, I think, that book. All right. So that's the Personal MBA by Josh Kaufman. I'll make sure to have that on our show notes as well as for our listeners to pick uh, up that book, The Personal MBA by Josh Kaufman. Sandra, in my mind, you are a superhero, or shall I say superheroine, because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you were a superhero or a superheroine, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone that you admire and look up to. You know, I, I, I'm going to have to say that I love Princess Leia from the original Star Wars trilogy. I grew up watching those movies and I just love the kind of woman that she was um, because she was intelligent and strong. And of course she was a princess, but she um, made every decision in order to help her people and save her people. And she went and fought. She was, um, Leading by example, I guess. So I, 
I have always thought that she was a great leader. <laughs> yes, the princess Leia. Yeah, I love her, and I love the way you've described all the traits that she has. That we can, uh, we can end up. I mean, being intelligent, having that strong personality, on top of being a princess and being that uh, great at decision making and leading by example. Of course, we all want uh, want to be a great role model for for that. All right, last but not least, Sandra, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service and where they can get it and what's the best way that they can connect with you and then we'll end from there. Sure. So I know most of the audience are small business owners. So for small business owners, I have a program um, called Taking Your Business to, to New Heights. And really, we focus there on seeing what are some blind spots that you're having and really helping them lead themselves first and then lead their teams so that they can produce more and achieve more success and, you know, increase the revenues. Um, I also do training for, you know, different sizes of companies. So if you have a small um, business, but you have team members, I can bring training to your organization so that you can develop leaders throughout your organization. And, um, one way that you can find out about it is my website, uh, www.neversolutions.com, or you can send me an email at sandra at neversolutions.com or call me. Um, so those are some ways that they, they can reach out to me and, and talk to me. Um, and I would love to extend a complimentary 30-minute strategy session to, to the listeners. So if you send me, if you want and you're interested in it, Send me an email letting me know that you heard this uh, podcast and I will be glad to give you a 30-minute complimentary strategy session. Wow, thank you for being so generous with your offering for that one. So for our listeners out there, I highly encourage you to connect with Sandra at NeverestSolutions.com or you can email her at Sandra at uh, neverestsolution.com or, or through their phone. And for our listeners out there, Sandra has been so generous in sharing us a free complimentary ses- strategy session. Uh, so take, I highly encourage you to take that one up, take, take her up on that. And uh, you can connect w- at neverestsolutions.com or send her an email at sandra at neverestsolutions.com. Thank you so much, Sandra, for being so generous in sharing us, our listeners of today's Leading Women with the free strategy session. Um, I'll make sure to have those on our show notes. And by the way, for our listeners out there, all of these links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Sandra Tips or just type in her name on the search bar and it will find for you. So today's Leading Women listeners out there, I highly encourage you to take Sandra up on her offer, the complimentary session, strategy session by going through her website at neverestsolutions.com or emailing her at Sandra at neverestsolutions.com. Sandra, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you so much for having me. Really enjoyed my time with you. 
All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two. Click the rate and review button. Step number three. Say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW fan of the day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.